St. Peter shows amazing courage in today's first reading. That passage is taken from his Pentecost sermon in which he preached the gospel to the Jewish leaders and the residents of Jerusalem. They were the same group of people who had conspired to condemn Jesus to death by crucifixion. And Peter didn't sugarcoat his message. He reminds them very directly that the author of life you put to death. That was courageous to say that to them. But then he moves on from their sin, their weakness, their ignorance, and he lifts them up to something more important. He tells them that God can handle it. That God took the evil of Christ's suffering and death and turned it into victory over evil, suffering, and death. God raised him from the dead. Of this, we are witnesses. And as he said, we are witnesses. Certainly he was thinking of those times, as we heard in today's gospel, when Jesus appeared to them, when Jesus let them see and touch his wounds, proving he was not a ghost, not an illusion stemming from wishful thinking. It's Christ's resurrection that's made all the difference It dissolved the bonds of original sin. It opened the door to new life. It's made possible a life in which each of us can truly leave behind the chains of sin, the bonds of selfishness in all their forms. The resurrection is the key that opens the treasure of hope for each of us. No matter how mediocre hypocritical or self-absorbed or tempted to be, or maybe even have been, the resurrection brings hope. The resurrection puts all good things within reach. Wisdom, patience, joy, fortitude, self-control. It makes holiness and lasting happiness a possibility for us. That's what Peter was telling the crowds. And today the church repeats Peter's lesson. Hope in Christ. Leave everything aside to follow him, and he will work wonders in your life. I recently read about a saint who lived by this faith, St. Nicholas Owen. He was one of the 40 English martyrs killed during the anti-Catholic persecutions of the 17th century in England. During those years, Catholic priests, the sacraments, even the celebration of Mass was outlawed. If you attended a Catholic Mass or you harbored a Catholic priest, it was a capital crime. This was the atmosphere in which St. Nicholas Owen grew up. He was trained as a carpenter and his faith led him to the Jesuit order as a lay brother when he was about 30 years old. He was never ordained a priest. Instead, he spent the next 26 years praying and using his carpentry skills to construct hiding places in houses so that priests who visited had a place if they needed it. 
These hiding places enabled priests to continue their ministry while avoiding capture during those police raids. St. Nicholas brilliantly designed his closets and cubby holes, tucking them behind walls and under false floors. Sometimes priests would spend two or three days crammed into those hidden spaces, waiting. Then they would emerge, kind of like Christ emerging from the tomb, you might say, to move on and bring the Eucharist to another family. One contemporary of his said that it was difficult to find any priest who did not often owe his life to this saint's hiding places. St. Nicholas Owen was arrested three times, and eventually he was tortured and executed for treason. Another martyr, deeply in love with Christ. Christ's resurrection guarantees that Jesus is our safe spiritual place, a secure hiding place, you might say, for every Christian. If we unite our sufferings to his, if we hide our sins in his sacred heart, if we take refuge in him during life's hardships and the attacks of temptation, if we do these things, he will keep us safe from our enemies and we will emerge victorious just as he did. We all want to experience more deeply the newness of life that Christ's resurrection promises us. But it's not something that happens automatically. It's not something that we can embrace passively. We have to let his grace penetrate and transform us. Being converted, living as a people of prayer. As St. Peter stressed in the first reading, we must repent and be converted. Today's second reading echoes that. Whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. The life of wisdom, courage, and joy that Christ brings us helps us to confess our sins and renounce our selfish tendencies, not just once, but time and time again. This is why the sacrament of confession should be a regular part of our lives. In it, we are perfected by God in charity, in faith, and strengthened in hope. We need to give God room to work in our souls through prayer. During Lent, many of us spent more time in prayer, came to Mass more often, or made a point to read a good spiritual book. Now that we're past that time of Lenten discipline, the devil, of course, is going to try and derail us. Satan wants us to take steps backwards, so many steps that we have to start over. But of course, God wants us to keep growing, to speak with him, to listen to him every day. Praise God the Father that his son Jesus Christ conquered death and through the resurrection opened up salvation for us. In him, we place our hope.